Well, folks, it has been quite the day. This is my full show, Oracle. I appreciate you joining me tonight. We have a dynamite review, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Oh, it was it was quite the night, as you said when we came on here. Eventful, to say the least. Um, much to get into, Oracle. How are you this evening? I'm well. Um, have some uh, dental work that'll have to be uh, acknowledged and done, unfortunately, in the next few weeks. Oh my goodness. Um, you gonna be you gonna be in the inactive list for the late night green, or we're gonna to have to? Uh, unlikely. Okay. Um, okay. Fair. Un unlikely. Uh, have a checkup on. I've had some had some pain, and uh, hopefully I can salvage some teeth. Yeah. Because I've had too many pulled in recent years. Yeah. And I'd rather just have them filled, but I also, you know, um. Root canals aren't really affordable in the United States of America if you're if you're not insured, so um, that's really not an option. So it's either uh, hopefully the the dentist can give me a filling, or I'm getting you know I will yeah. be too you know all my molars are going away. It's okay, you know you pay the price with with uh, gum disease and uh, eating too many sweets. So. So Anyways, was... besides the typical Oracle besides health. Besides that? Okay. Besides, besides Oracle's typical health uh, <laughs> health health problems, uh, Monday Night Raw was fun. Uh, I actually went to a good Raw, which was which was exciting. Factual. Many people trashed the Tennessee crowd, which upset me greatly. The crowd was not fantastic, but they were good. I was in live in the building. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, and... Uh, dynamite was was very good. We to talk about tonight. Um, okay, let's let's quickly tackle that though, because people are talking about it in the chat. Like this uh, this situation with Raw. Now, Oracle, you know I'm I'm friend. You know, like you're my guy. I love you. You're my friend. But even I, as happy as I was for you, like when I saw the tweets piling up on that thread, I was like. Oracle's it appears Bruce Pritchard has got him. Um, have you got any pushback, any backlash after your pro fed Twitter thread? No, no, because, oh my god, uh, ultimately, I was very positive about it, but I mean, I there was a 45 minute period where I was, you know, you know, pretty bored, you know, I mean, yeah. you know the show's three hours long. Um, but I just, you know, it was, it was the best WWE show I've been to since WrestleMania 33. Now, granted, I've only been to a few Raw's, SmackDowns, and a house show since then. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it was a good show. And, and, the, and the show was not phenomenal or anything, but it was a fun show. Good TV show. And I mean, that's, 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 that's successful, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's successful for them. I mean, if, if they can be fun like that every week, look, it's not, it's not good enough, but. I'll take that over, over, over. I agree. I thought the Randy stuff added a really light element to it. Um, yes. Good question here from Tony. Did you get into a fight at the show? Did anyone challenge you? No. People, oh. people, people, people fear me. No one wanted to see what it's like? No. Cowards. Uh, okay, fair. All right. Oracle, I hope you can still hear me. It's telling my internet's bad, but I hope I'm coming through. Um, folks, if you want to send a super grin... You can do so, streamlabs.com slash late night grin. We're going to get into AEW Dino, which is what you're probably here for. But I'm right. happy we did, I'm, I'm happy we did that because that rules. You know, dentistry and. Uh, yeah, you like ventured into like the US medical system. It's fascinating. Right. Fascinating. Okay. Someone said it, it, it almost went into a distraction cold open territory. So, you know, it was good. Dynamite, let's get into it. The, the clash of FTR. Someone in the chat said it earlier, and I knew they were right immediately. CM Punk on commentary was the perfect way to open this show, right? You can open with Punk's music, as they often do. You can get into the match we've been waiting for. Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler. Um, it was about exactly what I expected in terms of content. You know, the tight wrestling exchanges early, and then the inevitable frustration that followed. There was like an eye, a thumb to the eye that got under Cash's skin and they started chopping each other. The intensity escalated. Dax took this incredible bump on a chop at one point that popped me. 
one of the greatest superplexes I've ever seen. An Oracle, you know, as you know, I'm a big superplex guy. That one was, didn't that look beautiful? Beautiful superplex. They got this is awesome time of five minutes and just kept building. Fabulous match that was not overindulgent. It was just exactly what I thought it needed to be. Oracle, what did you think of the clash of FTR? Oh, this was this was pretty great. Um, the commentary was just so good here. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of stood out to me. I, I I expected the match to be good and it was, but the commentary really just, you know, I, I thought the commentary was pretty strong all night. Um, they're not always they're not always the most overly dramatic or mm. don't always come across as passionate on commentary. Yeah, in terms of their actual analysis and points and references that they make it actually really helps uh and there's and there's and there's several points uh that that happened tonight that i appreciated from them um but yeah this was this was super good man um you know they uh had you know the uh, traditional wrestling salvo early on and then they kind of up the ante a little bit Mm -hmm. got a little chippy uh traded some big bombs Got some nice near falls. Um, the uh, finish where Dax, you know, didn't want to put his yeah mate with his bum knee uh, in the, into the sharpshooter, but he still ended up winning at the end, which I thought was a nice touch. Um, great, great match all around. Uh, really, really good start to the show. As a fan of FTR, which we both are. Isn't it fabulous to see these guys in this spot being treated like kings? Doesn't it feel good yeah. as a fan? I mean, it was a yeah. it was a bit of a roller coaster here, but they felt they may be the hottest act in the promotion right now, Oracle, aren't they? It's it's a wild, wild time. Um, very, very good argument that they are. Yeah, sure. and let's be quite honest. Two months ago, they sure didn't feel like they were in that conversation. So no, no, they have been heated up in an instant. It feels like. Yep, and. Um, as a fan, I think it's very rewarding. I know that our friend Bobby is delighted about it. Um, and what a lovely boy he is. So, anyway, match ruled. Okay. This next thing popped me huge. So, they did a great, they showed a recap of last week's face off and they showed the graphic for double or nothing. And I immediately got that that feeling, you know, that feeling, Oracle, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, I knew it, but now I know. <laughs> and then. They took this shot to the announce brief and Punk like got up and had the mic. And Philly just went nuts for it, didn't they? Like Philly just like they, they popped for the graphic, but they popped most for like, oh, Punk's gonna talk. And he started walking down the ramp and the place came up huge. There's a couple moments tonight where Philly came out loud. Like it wasn't it wasn't red hot, but there's a couple moments where they got, you know, in big. This was one of them. And Punk cut this great promo where he was walking around the ring and a pure babyface promo, which we'll get into in a second, what that may mean. Um, little Eddie Kingston shot too. Before we get into what this could mean, <laughs> just the segment itself first, Oracle. What did you think of this, the way it was executed, so on and so forth? What did you think? Oh, this was great. The way it was filmed around yeah. the ring. Um, incredible promo. Punk's cut a lot of great promos. This is this is up there for one of his best since he's been back. Mm. Um, in fact, I thought this, you know, there were a lot of highlights to this show. There was a particular old school angle that we'll talk about that might have been my favorite part of the whole show that popped me huge, but um, uh, uh, I think it popped you too. But oh, you know it did. But uh, this was this was just great, man. Just the way that they filmed it differently, him walking around the ring, the the crowd response, you know, the promo itself, just just great stuff. It it, it might it might have been the best part of the whole show, and this was a great show. Now makes, let's get makes, into... makes you want to see the match. Makes you makes you oh, yeah. Makes you wonder I what's going to happen. Obviously, you know, Hangman's out with COVID this week, and maybe you know Dave suggested that things were rewritten, but it doesn't really feel that way watching that show. No. Um, I, I think maybe that segment had to be rewritten a little bit, but other than that, I think uh, yeah, I was a little bit know. confused by that. Bless Dave, yeah. but yeah, the idea yeah. that there was this like central thread that got taken out of the show is like they yeah. don't really book that way, you know? No, no, um, I don't think so. Um, you know. But uh, yeah, this was this was great stuff, man. And like you, like you know, like you pointed out, the punk, you know, the punk babyface promo. Maybe that's a tell for uh, yeah uh, a low blow and a title shot and a title change. Well, <laughs> if you were to 
to set up the heel turn that you and I have fantasy booked so many times and the chat has, has been on board and we've all talked about it. That's how you do it. When you, you, you'd have Punk mm-hmm. as the pure legend try to win the big one. And that doesn't mean they're going to do a turn because it was pretty much on character, in character for Punk. It wasn't anything that was jarring. But you couldn't help but have this kind of alarm go off in your head of it may be happening. Right now, Oracle, give me like a percentage. The t- to turn or not to turn? What, give me like a, a ratio. Are you 50-50? Are you 60-40? He's going to turn? What do you think? Do I think or do I want? You can answer both. Let's do, let's do think first, and then we'll get into what you want. I think right now 60-40 turn. Okay. Now, is that on board what you want? or? <laughs> I think so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I trust Punk and, and AEW to be, to be able to execute it well enough. I think the fans would enjoy it. And also... And everyone, look, I'm biased. That's my guy, but i got to say it. Him bringing up Eddie in this promo is particularly interesting if we go that direction, isn't it, Oracle? Particularly interesting. Yes. yes. One guy that said he was full of shit to begin with, you know? That could be yeah. something. Um, yeah. It'll be very, very interesting. Let me quickly show some love here to our pal Tony. Not Tony Khan or Shivani. Well, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Whoever it was. Tony, we appreciate a wonderful Super Green. He says, such a strong episode tonight. And Friday and next week looks so amazingly stacked. Bro, Friday looks fucking... Oh, Friday yeah. was like almost blow away, wasn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. Almost trios yeah. matches really yeah. cool. Yeah, those, those... Wow. It's an exciting show they've got lined up. Next week, you know, they're, they're throwing stuff out again next week. You know, they yeah. got the Diana and Mercedes match, which is... And that really funny match they've booked for next week, too. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Wardlow yeah. and W. Morrissey. Oh no no no! Bob Fish and Jeff Hardy in a singles oh, in twenty twenty two. Oh, that match will that that match will be that match will be better than you know probably Jungle Boy and Kyle O'Reilly. Um, <laughs> you're way more cocksure. I love Bob Fish, but fuck, that we'll could be probably color. not. But, but you know, I, my my hope is that it is, so then I can just you know worry yeah, that I'm, I'm you know, worry that yeah, I can't speak wary. Yeah, people, people, people should be weary of what I say on this show. That's that's what they should be concerned about. Okay, we have bad news here. Jack Crosby has tweeted. Oh no! How is it, folks? If you're familiar with the late night grin, you're familiar with what's ahead. This needs to be done. Here we go. This has come directly from the world famous confirmed shoot. Mm who has sent me a Jack Crosby tweet with the caption, look at this dog in all caps. Jack Crosby tweeted, and I quote, so the Jericho Appreciation Society threw a fireball in Eddie Kingston's face. Problem is a fireball in the face is very much a professional wrestling, not sports entertainment. They did not stay hashtag on brand there. Can you believe this guy, Oracle? The things he does on nights like this, can you believe him? Yeah, me either. So you can do. What is he, what are you supposed to do? Put you know, throw a cake in his face. I just, you know, many say that Jack Crosby is a grinner, but to me, he is as much a grinner as Jeff Jarrett is a horseman. Mm. That's my take. I agree. All right. By the way, go about the rampage. In all seriousness, <laughs> you and I were right. Let's just give ourselves credit. We write about him being more aggressive. He's, mm. he's not he, he's not burning matches by doing Samojo versus Trent. He's just given a sank that's like actually of quality, you know? Or mm-hmm. or um I mean there's loads of examples. There was this weird thing in January where there was this like this read that if he got more aggressive, they were gonna fuck up the whole system. It's like it's better, the show's better, isn't it? Mm. We were right, Oracle. So we could taking this victory. Okay. We had a Scorpio Sky promo. Um, I liked doing this to give the main event more juice, you know, and uh, I think this is something you and I have talked about a lot in terms of connective tissue and like, hey, what's the main event tonight? Let's make it feel like it. Um, any thoughts on this? I know it was only a short promo, but any thoughts on just the, like, the concept of having this after the, the first match there and kind of giving you something of, of what's ahead? So I think we both agree that they should have done more through the, uh, through the month. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Easy, right? right? Doesn't take too much time. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Blackpool Combat Club versus the Factory. Um, I loved this. They did this last week too. Like starting with the singles like Banger and then going to the Blackpool Combat Club Assassination pops me. This one wasn't quite as triumphant as last. It was good, but last week was like perfection, wasn't it? It was like magic. You uh, got a huge reaction. I'm in Philly. Uh, they got a little bit of heat on him in the break. Danielson made this incredible hot tag where he beat the shit out of Solo with kicks. Um, and then they got down to some you and Nick Camarado stuff with a really cool finish where he involved everyone. Um, I've always a beat long, personally, but I liked it a lot. Regal, like not only is Regal's great, obviously, but do you notice how he puts the competition over? Mm-hmm. Putting over like Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado like that. Like it, like it actually, like he has to do that. What pro. I liked it. It had a lot to live up to after last week's absolute just masterpiece of violence. But I still liked Eric. What did you think? Uh, the match was fun, but the highlight for me is when uh, they're talking about what if you'd have lost, and it goes, "Oh, oh, he'd be out of the he'd be out of the bike <laughs> combat club. He can't lose. <laughs> you have to win." Fair. <laughs> that popped me huge. I kind of want to do that with someone now, don't you? Like they get oh. new gear and they just get kicked out. Can you imagine? Oh. That's a, good angle down the line. that's a good angle. That's a good angle down the line with like Imagine Brian they, Pilmer Jr. <laughs> oh god, they bring a fourth member in, fucking loses, gets his ass kicked. Oh, could you imagine? It's fucking rule. <laughs> this was funny. Regal said the phrase beat the granny out of them and jail went, a granny beat. Oh, <laughs> no, they're very different. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Speaking of granny, there was a granny behind me at Raw, let me tell you. All oh, that rules. It ruled. That's wrestling. It ruled. Until she was so mad when Bianca Belair was getting double teamed. She's like, why ain't anybody coming out to help her? Fair. Good question. <laughs> yeah. I asked the same thing. I thought the same thing, too. Anyways, sorry. So, uh, sorry for that. Oh, that's built, awesome. I built, love that. Built intervention. Just wanted to point um, out that Granny's rule. <laughs> Factual. Where are we at? Are we, are we still all in on this Blackpool Combat Club? Oh, Is, yeah. Isn't it fun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. We had another segment with Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and uh, Tony Storm. Ruby, Ruby Soho ended the uh, the deal to set up some sort of tag. I'd assume in the coming weeks. It was an interesting choice to have these women to get like together again. It was like what? what? <laughs> they hardly anything to say last Friday, Tony. You don't have to bring it, but at least we got the Ruby thing here. I was glad to see her back on Dynamite. Um, these segments are very much just there, aren't they? Oracle? I don't think they're adding much, much juice to this tournament, unfortunately. Ruby Ruby added a little bit more to this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's also someone who is. It's funny that of all people, someone who I think is feels confident enough to sort of like go tit for tat with Brit and like the because yeah. you know Brit will just say whatever the fuck she feels like, mm-hmm. and I feel like Ruby is someone who can defend herself fairly well. At least she comes yeah. across as that way, which is which is nice because. You know, there's there's issues there. So, mm. indeed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, it's a way to get them on TV. Um, be nice if they could get their women's world champion on TV. But yeah, yeah. well, there was that one shot of her looking at the screen. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was big. I think she's almost hit five minutes at this point since when when inside one dynamite. So anyway, um. Dude, this next thing, execution was kind of wacky the way they did it, but I popped huge. The tag champs, Christian was kind of mean for a minute, and they had opened up the challenge for the tag titles. And, like, they didn't wait three seconds between this challenge and Ricky and Hobbs entering the scene, which is, like, the dumbest thing ever. But because they're so awesome, I still popped. I was like, oh, fuck, Team Taz is going to win the tag titles. I don't know if they are. But Ricky Starks feels like he's like gone up a gear in this last few weeks. You and I talked about it, right? Like he just feels locked in, and this act's always been money. Shout out to our pal, the confirmed shoe, who noticed immediately they were ranked and was like, "Hmm." Um, I've I've go got ahead. an idea for 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 the title switch. Are you ready? Yes. <clears throat> there was a famous tag in the late '80s in all Japan: mm-hmm. Giant Baba and uh, Russia Kimura. Teamed up against, I believe it was uh, Hanson and Tenru, I think. 
I think they were a team. I think that's what it was. Yeah, Hansen had a lot of partners through the years. Yeah, like I, in, I think Henry yeah. was his partner in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have been Kawada. It was one of the other. One of the other, but there's there's a right, right away they attack and they attack uh, Baba right away mm-hmm. and like give him like a big tope and they have to like massage Baba's heart and chest and stuff and like all this stuff and like he's selling on the floor and then Kamura has to like work the whole match he's get beaten down or whatever. They need to do that, but take out Luchasaurus, not just because people trip, but so, so, so we don't have to see Luchasaurus work. And they can just like take him out and like, come on now, this you know, they is can, they could they could they could take him out and take take out his leg and you know like his his really slow tail whip it won't be effective. So he's like getting like his you know he's getting like his quad massaged and stuff, and he can't. Jungle Boy has to work the whole match, and then like Luchasaurus makes like a really shitty valiant effort to try to come back and. You know, you know, like sub giant Baba level at it, and they lose. You, you really, you're really proud of yourself right now, aren't you? you know, here <laughs> I was, I thought you were about to have some deep cut on a great finish, yeah. and it was merely a disguised Luchasaurus. <laughs> How dare you, the Oracle of Wrestling? Well, let's come on now. That was underhanded and it was spiteful. Okay? I'd rather listen, you just say you suck. Listen, you know, Skip Bayless, thanks, buddy. I learned from the best. He's been incredible recently, by the way. <laughs> really just pivoting at every turn, showing you know, showing some innovation and creativity, great stuff. Okay. <laughs> that was incredible, by the way. <laughs> In all seriousness, do we think we're gonna get do you think they're gonna win the tag titles? Is that what we think is gonna happen here? Maybe. Um I'd 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 love to see it. Yeah, me too. Um, but I don't know. I feel I feel like that's I feel like I'm still doubting that, but like the Christian situation's obviously coming more truthful, hmm. and there's going to be a turning point to that. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I I would like to see Team Taz win the belts. I really wonder if at like one point they need to win. Yeah, I I agree with that, but I think I wonder if at one point House of Black was the plan because it really felt like that. And I almost wonder if, like, they know the next babyface champs are going to be Santana and Ortiz. And it's like they've just been trying to figure out who these who this heel team's going to be. And someone just said, fuck it, do Team Taz, they rule. <laughs> if yeah. so, God bless whoever that was, because I, I'd like to see them win them. Um, I agree with you that, like, they just got that win over um, Keith and Swerve. I feel like undercutting that by having them lose to the champs would just be like, it's not terrible, but it's just, you know. I want right. I want Team Taz to be like top guy. I don't want him losing here. So we'll see. I'm excited to see um, more Hobbs and Starts as always. I think they've really been shining this last couple months, which is good. Okay. Lance Archer on Wardlow, a match I definitely remembered happened until I read my notes. MJF was once again in the crowd. They did the no music. Lance Archer did a dive to start this thing off that was fucking terrifying. Off the apron. Oh, and like yeah. he just like, wiped them out. They got in the ring. Wardlow did a Hurricane Rana. Yeah. They were doing like full sprint vibes. It was a sprint, but the first vibes were like full. Like, we're just going to hit our moves. It was hilarious. Strike exchange. Wardlow did a senton, which was terrifying yeah, and rolled. rolled. And then, bless Lance Arch, by the way, what a fucking pro this dude is. That finish was like the most emphatic. Like, he just hit him with all of his power bombs and pinned him. And the last power bomb was like, People couldn't believe what they were seeing when he got him up. Like it was nuts. This was a big hit, man. Archer is immensely valuable to them. Um, I I loved it. Oracle, what did you think? Good match. Yeah, I mean, this is this is legit, you know like a like a legit good match. Um, commentary note, like I brought up earlier, I loved when because I forgot about it. They brought it up. Archer lets him kick out of his move and then counters him into the crucifix pin. Yeah. Or, or the and uh, Scalper points out that's how Moxley hmm. beat Archer in the title match they had. That's like that's 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 called great commentary. I mean, even if you don't remember that, it's like, yeah, it, it doesn't matter if you remember it because yeah, it, it's dip on both sides. Yes, it, it, yeah. it, it protects Archer, right? Because because he puts Archer over for kicking out of it and going, he remembered that. Yeah. So that's that's a way of of. Yeah, it's 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 a way of doing that, and it's also a way of 
you know, knowing Archer's probably going to lose and, and you, and you help put him over that mm-hmm. way, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. Like just small things like that, that are just really important. Um, that, that, that add up over time to Great. make things feel, you know, overall I, a little bit more. I thought the match itself was about perfect. The one thing I'll say is, and someone said this in our chat earlier, but I just wish that since he lost to Hangman Archer, he'd been just shown a little love on TV. The only match he had on TV was a loss to Dustin, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, like, this hit well, but imagine if you just give him, like, a couple more squashes before the ward left me. Because I know they give him Serp on Friday, but you know what I mean? Just a little a little more juice um, it would have been yeah. even better. But as it was, like, match-wise, I thought they produced it perfectly. They're now in this Wardlow thing, aren't they? It's like, I think a part of us every week expects something to kind of go, <laughs> go wrong, but they're killing it the, so far. The one part that made me cringe was MJF making a birth control joke and a small child was standing up right in front of him oh, as he's making bless. it. And I was like... Yeah. Yeah, that's... You get what you get, you know, with old yeah. MJF. Um was this, you know, in your kind of personal big board, your your personal view of it, like, did this um, increase your confidence on Wardlow as a sustained main event? Because it sure yeah. did for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Archer's a pro, good worker, right? Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, that obviously helped things. But I think I think Wardlow, you know, mm-hmm. showed showed his worth again this week. And I think he's continued yeah. to do that. This is This has been really, really, really well done. Ultimately, this will all lead up to the double or nothing match, which will be, you know, big really always uh, one of the big, you know, his, his biggest yeah. obstacle. And then, of course, the follow up to that and how he does by himself and so on. So yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a journey. It's always it's a journey with the big guys, right? Because there's always a stigma there. Um, he's not somebody who had come in with the most charisma, mm-hmm. right? You know, good look. Good presence and presence and charisma are, are kind of one and the same, but th- that's not everything, right? Right. Like he's 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 not Ricky Starks over here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know you, you you have to kind of give him time, but and 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 do things to protect him, and they've done that really well. And they're also kind of putting him out there on his own and letting him kind of show what he can do. There, there's, you know, it's 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 an interesting kind of path they're taking it's it's very similar to the to the batista route as we pointed yes, out before very much so um and uh in fact i think he's kind of got a little bit more of an uphill battle than batista did because batista i think had a little bit more charisma off off, off and off that. the like promotions house style makes it harder too yes. right like yes yes it does it's gonna be really interesting man like, it I, is it is i'm 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 more i'm more and more confident for him yeah me too um, but it is, but it is interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be really intriguing just to see how Harry lands in this promotion as a top guy because clearly, thus far, the journey has been like almost seamless. So it'll be interesting to see how they stick that landing. Um, also, I said it before, and, and you kind of you hit it too, but just before we move on, Archer was good enough here that, like, you know, give that guy a little something, you know, maybe you continue mm-hmm. the Dustin thing you set up and he, he gets it, I, I, you know. I hope they continue the Dustin thing. Me too. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Porter for Golden State took a low blow. It looks like a low blow or something. Yeah, it looked like he was. Like good Ty Conti run out there. Yeah, she got Dan Lambert bad. Oh, she on... got him good. I could tell. I was like, <laughs> he took a flat back, man. He that might have been here. that might have been a shoot. I don't know. I mean, yeah. like she's been annoying me or whatever, and everybody else. But some of the yeah. things he said have been pretty mean. Oh, it still rules whether or not his character or not, but it rules. I mean, she fucking yeah, she, she, she didn't even kick him. That fucking knee went right into his fucking yeah, and he went straight up in the air. <laughs> took a flat back. Yeah, that's the fucking Johnny Knoxville taking fucking or uh, rather uh, Danger Aaron taking some hockey pucks to the nuts or something. Oh wow, that one, that one was too far for me. I just you know. Hockey puck talk is this is a bridge too far. <laughs> the Jericho Appreciation Society. Here it was introduced. There's a new term in the business oracle. I don't know if you heard this, the AEW Galaxy. Mm. Um, oh yeah. The announcers oh, continue to stress the numbers difference. Garcia, I'm loving what this is bringing out of him. We both know he's a really good wrestler, but he was real dry before. And it's getting, you know, it's getting something out of him that hopefully can get over. Like, I, I really, 
I think he's a hell of a pro wrestler, but he needed to get over live. Hopefully this helps. Um, I was waiting the whole time for like, you guys can't hit us. And then King to be like, we can't, but they can. And then someone was going to come and help them. But instead the punchline was like, Eddie just like threatened to kill Chris Jericho. Fucking <laughs> rule. And Chris did this like cell where he went back in his chair. It was fucking awesome. And um, by the way, quick shout. I think his name's Matt Menard now, right? Matt Leewell. His facials when King was cutting the promo, he's, he was chewing the gum. He's an eyes, brother. King went full mad king. He, you know, explained that he sent out on Ortiz and put it on the ground before and they'll do it again. And Chris was selling. Man, this took a shift in the middle. But I thought it was a good piece of business. Eric, what did you think? Yeah, yeah, it did. Like, it, it's, it's, <laughs> i tell you what, Blood and Guts is going to be something, isn't it? Yeah. I think this is oh, Blood and Guts. It's got to be. Has to be. It's like killing him. Double or nothing? Like in the That'd middle of the show, or do you think that's a mistake? You think they do it like on TV? You you think they do it on the Dynamite in Vegas before Double or Nothing, and not even that have would be pay-per-view? really interesting. Pay per view is I could see it working, but the problem is what you see be in the middle. You know? Do you think they main event the first shows in California the week after? Hmm. It. I think it slightly depends who's on Team King. Yeah. Because if it's Homicide and Hernandez, I think it could actually be in the middle of Double or Nothing. Right. If it's Claudio and like another big hitter, you need to give that thing some tight breed, like, you know? Like, like the Kings of Wrestling, for example? Brother, let me tell you something. <laughs> Chris Hero, I've not been in the ring for two years, fucking wheels out of blood and guts with his fucking trunks on, does his elbow gimmick on. I'll fucking lose my mind. I'll consider flying to the United States for America. God, could you imagine? Imagine King selling for Chris Hero being there, just being mad about it and like Excalibur losing his mind. Oh, oh. shit. That rules. Um, man, this stuff's like. Do you remember how scared we were when King started feuding with Jericho? This stuff's. This has been pretty good for the most part. Right? I know you've had more issues with it than I, but like, we were worried, bro. Let's not forget. Like, we were very scared about him bringing Eddie down. And Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is This has been. This is this has been a good feud. Uh, like yeah. the first segment had some terminology that bothered me. It did, yes. Like AEW Galaxy, that's that's kind of funny. That's whatever. That's cute, yeah. yeah. But like you know, I don't know, all the horseshit he was spewing was annoying me, and that, that, that segment pissed me off. They instantly turn on King and become the kings of sports entertainment. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> that show, wow. they saw the kings of wrestling immediately just sell the kings of sports entertainment. Pop. All right. Goldie, I don't know if they're going to... Uh, it feels like Kaz and Scorp are going to wrestle before the LA show, doesn't it? It feels like that's going to happen in the next couple of weeks to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Scorp will definitely do something important, though, Goldie. Like, you know, I think, I think that much is clear. Okay. Serena Deeb, Koru Shida. Demon Grid, just give me credit. Hold the phone. Hang on a second, Oracle. Taking my obvious bait, in which I pretended I was concerned about saying I was actually confident in, Demon Green has stepped forward to his credit. He says, to your credit, Joe, <laughs> you were pretty confident about these two bringing the best out of each other. Well, I appreciate you, Adam Cole Bay Bay. Thanks for showing love in the chat. I know Would you like me to Adam. highlight that with a with a yellow highlighter? To your credit, Joe. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. I know we've had our issues in the past. I know that I've addressed my enemies often, but I, I do appreciate that. I'd like to thank that. Adam Demon Grin Cole for his Factual. comment there. Just do me a favor, man. I know that the Americans aren't watching those picture-in-picture segments. Just give me a little say, okay? Make <laughs> kick the leg. You have to grab a headlock every time. I've got love for you. Okay. Serena Diva Koroshida. It was nice to see when this time slot, they were at the top of the hour, I believe, right? They, they cross over. Um, they got straight to it, man. The intensity was there. The physicality was there. I love the cut off on the chair, leg first. And in the ad break, they <laughs> she was beating the shit out of Sheeta's leg, man. It was vicious. Then she threw the pad. At one point, it was like she was just battering Sheeta. It felt like she took the whole match at that point. Um, I love the part where she did the blind kendo swings. Pop me. Oh. Um, 
She went over. By the way, you know when she went over to clean her eyes and put the water. I was convinced they were going to do something to Kip Sabian because he was sitting right there, and Punk walked past me, and I was like, "Surely this is the night." It was not the night. Um, Kip Sabian. I don't think we'll ever do. He's going to sit in the crowd. God bless. Uh, Sheeta made a big comeback. We got some holy Sheeta chants that were really there, and it fucking felt good to see him get that. Um, and then that extended finish from from Serena, detox on the chair, Serenity Lock. She smashed her leg into the chair. Eventually submitted. I thought they rocked it, bro. I was really happy for them after a long feud. Had a lot of good wrestling. I had my concerns about the heat. They were there for it, and they made the most for it. Oracle. What did you think? Uh, great match. Um, Cowboy had emoji for Sheeta. Moving on. Um, the uh, match match was excellent. Um, yeah, that 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 leg work was vicious. Deep Deep can work a body part like like yeah. nothing. Uh, her 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 technical work in terms of working over uh, a limb is just outstanding. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, some of the shots with the kendo sticks are super violent. I, I loved the powder stuff with Sheeta. She sold it so well. Yep. It's just uh, that that pops in when you can do that really well. She just there's there's an art to it, and and she really. She really did a good job uh, with it. Um, Love Deeb selling the big shot, as somebody pointed out in, in the in the chat. Uh, her her selling of the big kendo sh- stick shot from the blind swing was great. Um, great finish. Mm. Um, a, an instance where you know um, a heel won a feud, which doesn't need to happen more than a face winning yeah. feud does, but it does need to happen sometimes. And I and, and I agree with with people in the chat. I think this is probably going to be uh, set up for a title match. Um, this is yep. basically a number one contender's match. I think Deep was already number one contender. She was, but um, this kind of confirms it. And I think we're going to get Rosa Deep build and have that double or nothing. I think this was a case of in an ideal world, you probably have Sheeta win the feud. But you look at timing wise and what you just said about she's probably next funder as she is next funder as to be honest. It was like, this was the right thing. We've seen them in the past do the thing where a top contender loses and then rebuilds. Rather, this division needs like a hot contender. Give me Serena with full momentum. I don't know about you, Oracle, but I'm pretty excited for this Thunder Rosa Serena deep match. Yeah, you know, they had had a really good match uh, a couple summers ago when uh, Rosa first came in the company. Mm. And Deeb, I think, as well. Um, Although Deeb might have had a couple of appearances prior to that. I think she did. Yeah. Um, Didn't. Rosa might have been there too, but I can't. I think that was Rosa's first appearance. Didn't D win the NWA title from her in like NWA? I think they had matches on both, didn't they? Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe so. Chat, help us on this, but I don't remember seeing them wrestle. Yeah, I can't. I I forget. Um, Is it fair to say that if Sheeta is, you know, she lost this feud, we want to see her go far in the Owen, right? She's already in the Owen. She beat Julie again. Sure, nice if she got to the final at least, or, or you know, she got a nice run at least. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I hope so. Um, part of me thinks they're building to a Brit and Tony final or something, me but we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, it has to be said, and you and I have been pretty big on this idea that the division's stronger than people realize, but that tournament right now is Jamie, Tony, Brit, Sheeta, and uh, Ruby. Ruby. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think you can look at that lineup. How and say, many? Oh, how many are they going to have? Eight. I would guess because they've done qualifiers. It was going to be eight. Yeah. That's how many? Strong ha- how many do they have? That's what five or six. Five. Five. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's in our poor math. Um, um, I swear, I, if you told me it was six right now, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Um. The three more qualifying matches. Well, the tournament's supposed to start on May 11th, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Mm. You don't do one Friday. They're doing trios on Friday, so that mm. they could probably announce another one on on Monday and have two men and women's. Unless only. they do like you know the final entrant is a mystery. They don't do a qualifying match. But then there'd be six people. No, but I mean like they do two. Like next week they do Dynamite and Rampage qualifiers, and then oh yeah, you have like the there's a mystery. How many how many have qualified for the men so far? Oh, that's right. Velvet, Velvet's in it too. Thank you. Yeah. Of course. Yes, yeah. so we've got six. So they'll probably do one on Dynamite yeah. Rampage next week and be ready yeah. to go. Okay. Um, yeah. The men's... Or, you know what? Like you said, they might do one on Dynamite and then do a yeah. mystery. They, they could do that. Um, 
You got Samoa Joe, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole Bobe, Jeff or Bob Fish. Who I forget? Oh, Dax Harwood. Mm-hmm. That's five. Definitely forgetting someone. No, I think that's it. You're showing the graphic was four people, and then next will be five. So yeah, you might that, get a mystery. Yeah, I mean, there's. It's just like they're getting close now. They've kind of honestly. Like, on the mystery front. We don't need to be giving people fucking buys. That shit will piss me off. Ain't yeah. nobody deserve a damn buy for this shit. It sure feels like Claudio could be a player in that that oh, mystery God. thing we were just talking about. Wouldn't he be a perfect fit for that tournament's vibe, you know? Yep. Dude, these brackets are going to be strong, man. Yeah. Speaking of such, we're going to get to Swerve and Derby. That's, that's a good chat. We're going to get to uh, it's, on, it's coming up. Okay. Firstly, big pop for this, Oracle. MJF seemingly called W. Morrissey. <laughs> To come and fight Wardlow. And, like, if it isn't W. Morrissey, and this was just, like, a red herring, that is the funniest thing they've ever done. And if it is W. Morrissey, that is somehow funnier. I, I can't decide which I prefer. Uh, your immediate reaction when he said, you can't teach that, because I legitimately cackled. It popped me. I thought it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> what if it's Enzo? Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I like how they decided. You know, they oh, level up. Then we're gonna go. Oh, we're gonna go all the way down to W. Morrissey. Okay. Um. Next, next, I'll bring out um Adam. Whatever his name is. Adam. Bronze Adam Roman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call that Adam. You know? Dude, hold like, on, hold on, hold on. This is very important. Are you telling me that if the fucking Titan came out of Teresa Wardlow, you wouldn't pump your fist? Because I would. Could you imagine oh, that match? Oh, yeah. Imagine him getting up for the power bombs. Oh, he <gasps> did. You know, he totally fucking dead weighed it. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> wow. I'm. See, here's the thing, genuinely, like, W. Morrissey has been pretty good in Impact, and he seemed and like I swear, folks, if I'm if I'm missing a deal, I apologize. You ever talked to the great Miz Mark about Adam? I have, yes. I, I thought you were going in a different direction. I think the great Miz Mark is here. In fact, that may have just been him in the chat. Um, the great man enjoying Dynamite. Yes, yes, we love yes, you, brother. So. We love you. Um, w. Morrissey's actually pretty good in Impact, and he seems like a really good guy that everyone's happy he's like doing well. It being him is objectively funny, though. It's not even a knock on him. It's just funny. Like, it is what it is. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just funny, okay? Yeah, Let us laugh. Yeah. It's, it's not laughing at him. It's more the situation. Okay. House of Black. My first thought while watching this was Oracle popping at this. is an incredible thought. So they have, like, Fuego in, like, a spotlight. And they're going to take his mask off. And then it appears that Alex Everham is just talking. Like, no one in the world thinks Alex is talking. And uh, he's doing like the Ole Anderson voice for the Shockmaster. And then Penta comes out and Pat comes out and Pat got a big pop. And Phoenix revealed himself. Of course it was Phoenix. But in fairness, how crazy did Philly go for this, bro? They went nuts for Ray Phoenix being It was obvious it was him, but it popped them. Execution was different to almost anything they've done. And in this particular case, it worked. It bordered on like absurd. But it was pro wrestling. It had charm to it. Uh, we got a little Bud Matt for Ray Phoenix interaction. Feels like I should just book this trio for next week, man. Just book, yeah. just like, we're waiting long enough. Just book the thing next week. Um, yeah, all of this hit. It was the kind of thing that if you pitched it to me, I'd have shot it down immediately because it seemed too goofy. But like, it worked. It's really, people loved it. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it 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 worked. I mean, Phoenix came back. People loved the guy, except for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's a. Uh, 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 you know, I'm 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 glad. Seriously, his his injury was yeah. was not as bad as it looked, and he's he's mm-hmm. you know only a couple of months, and he's back. And uh, yeah, you know, get the you know get the get the trios match up here up and running next week. Give them you know yeah. time to do their thing. Uh, wrap this wrap this sucker up. Mm-hmm. I really want to see a Blackpool Combat Club, and uh, yeah, uh, as for Black. House of Black feud. That means House of Black have to win this feud, and they should really. Um, you could do 
What I would do, honestly, now that you've said that, you probably have Phoenix beat Bud Mount on TV and then do the trios. Right, there you go. Because you did enough tonight where you could book that match logically, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And, like, Bud's the guy you beat, and that match would fucking rule. So that's that's probably the way to go, I think. Um, Really, in all seriousness, and I know you have your fun with Ray Phoenix, but as you said, that injury was so gruesome. Happy to see him back. And the crowd was, you know, crowd loved it. Um, Speaking of Tony Khan's aggression, Oracle, chat was mentioning it a minute ago. Swerve and Darby Allen, big Mm. thing. We talked about how last week they just threw the graphic graphic up for Dex and Cash. And then on Friday they did pre-tape. And earlier this week I was saying that what you could, if you just switch the order, it works. How much better was it having the announcers frame it that way, sending it to a promo segment, and then when the graphic showed later, it already had some gravity. It wasn't like a, wait, what the fuck are they doing on Friday? Way better pacing tonight. Six matches feels like the sweet spot for them. Way better pacing. Right. Um, Worth and Derby, what do you think of the segment? And then, Bolts and them booking this match here as an Owen qualifier. Craziness. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was definitely, you know, they, they gave it time to breathe and people, yeah. you know, let, you know gave them the, the ability to sort of comprehend and, you know, think about the match instead of just going, you know, Calabra going, that's because Dax Harwood and I'm like, what? Yeah. By the way, Excalibur does not do that with any stumbling or yeah. anything at all. He's like Jim Cornette mm-hmm. cutting the promo in the 80s and 90s. Just no breath all the way through. He's a pro, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pro. quite impressive. Um but uh who you got in this one? Darby? I think we're winning the coffin match. Swerve's going to take. I think that was. I think that was Darby's. But then Darby not being in the Owen feels real weird, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just. Well, I, I think, wonder how they're going to do this card, man. Because we're know, only four right? weeks away. You know, we're not. We're not far. It's it's like the way they book them is well, so kind different. Of like four and a half, five. But you know, yeah, you're, you're right. Um, the thing with stuff like this is, is like. I get the thing of, oh, this is not, you know, you want it to be a feud and all that stuff, but, like, this will only add to their eventual, like, program. They wrestled in the Owen, you know? You can easily do this match and it won't hurt anyone. It just gives us something that was worth watching. I'm fucking excited for it. Like, big win, big um, match for Swerve, too, by the way. I've liked Swerve singles matches in AEW. I haven't loved them. Right. It feels like this one should be, like, a home run, doesn't it? Darby's usually 9 out of 10 when it comes to stuff. He's... Exactly. Most of the time, he's going to hit it, you know. And I'm a big Swerve fan, so I'm excited. Swerve's a good worker. I, I don't, I don't love his work. I, I, I like him more as like an overall package. Me too. No, I'm with you. Um, but I, 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 he's he's good enough to be able to deliver the goods. I'm like, sometimes I'm critical of Swerve, and we've done it on the Green After Rampage because I actually like think he could be one of the tippy top guys in the promotion, mm-hmm. and I think like. My step, so this match is one where I really want to see Harry compares to Derby, who I think we all know is he's really a go in that regard. So, um, yeah, I think I think this is really interesting choice. I love the way they set it up. Big thumbs up for me. I love the more aggressive booking. At this point, I did thank very spiteful. I'm going to own up to this heroical because you was you know you wore it earlier that Luchasaurus land. I did thank very spiteful for whatever reason. I was about twenty seconds ahead of you guys. I noticed this when I was texting the confirmed shoot when I was on Twitter. So when the boom played and Adam Cole Bay Bay came out, I was like, almost perfect show thus far. Let's see what happens next. Very spiteful. Vicious, <laughs> venomous, all of the above. They were here for a 10-man tag. Um, I was ready to stop watching, and then they did the cut to the best camera shot they have, which is the staircase shot of Julia, looking very sad. Fucking rules, pops me every time. Nice little showcase for uh, Lee Johnson and Dante Martin with the, the dive spot, which popped me. Um, there was a hilarious Brock Anderson-Bobby Fish interaction in the ad break that was lost on you guys, I think, but they had a moment there, and they kind of met each other in the middle of the ring and figured out what they were going to do. It popped me. Brian Pillman Jr. bumped off the air at one point. He rules. And Adam <laughs> Cole. <laughs> you know the spot where um, I think it's Matt does like the – double kick through the ropes. Like, he does like that drop kick through the ropes and holds himself. Like, he missed Pillman, and Pillman just went and just bumped. Because what else is he going to do? Oh, jeez. Um, Cole only came in for the finish. They had their 
dumb shirt on after. It was inoffensive. It was the moment where you kind of naturally, and I think even if you love these guys, you'll know what I mean by this. It was where you kind of naturally like took your off the ball a little bit, right? Thank goodness it was them and not the women because the women deserved the spot they got tonight. I was like, right. that's genuinely, and this is kind of evidence of what that slot is. Uh, but it was fine. Horrible. It was fine. It was inoffensive. You know, it was it was, it was the right length. Um, did their stuff. They all want you know put on their cute elite shirts or whatever. It was fine. Yeah. And then here we go. You ready? Yeah. Immediate. Oh my god! Something's happening backstage, and immediately, like I'm because this is just nitro at this point, right? Right. To the back, and Matt Menard is like pulling the cameraman over. And it's like, it's just going to be a beat day, is my assumption. And they have King in the same spot they had a couple weeks ago. His arms are up. You know, they, and they did a fucking fireball spot. And Eddie yelled, my face, my face. <laughs> and Ruby Soho was there. <laughs> it was fucking incredible. It was like, it was so like strange in terms of where it was in the show. And like, it was like, it came out of nowhere. First of all, first of all. This ruled. Yes, it did. Incredible. Yes. Incredible angle. Fireball angle. Executed well. Jack Crosby. Yeah. Listen. Piece of shit. Let me just say this. Vince McMahon created the term sports entertainment, but he didn't create the style of sports entertainment, brother. Okay. You can thank the many men who showed us their talents in the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis. That was sports entertainment, brother. Mixed with pro wrestling. That's about the best mix of sports entertainment pro wrestling you'll ever know. Yeah. Take that, you piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. Also, Paul Hammond can thank uh, Memphis yeah. for uh, his style of booking. Jim Cornette can thank Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, Vince McMahon can thank Memphis. Um, Memphis is the first of its kind. By the way, how funny was it? But the announcers went into their, like... Because like, once upon a time, folks, you do this kind of angle, you go off the air with it, and, like, for two months, Jericho's banned from the territory because he tried to kill Eddie Kingston. In AEW, they just go, so, Jericho, there's no place for him. You can't do that kind of thing. Anyway, this Friday on Rampage, and the music started playing, it was like, they didn't even... As JJ said, they didn't even do a replay. It was fucking hilarious. I mean, I keep... It, I want to be clear about this. It genuinely popped me because it's a fireball angle and it's Eddie Kingston. But it was also like actively funny in the nerdy wrestling sense that we're in. It's about as good as it gets through the Oracle, right? Layered on is... Oh, yeah. Ruby Soho, like, always being there when Eddie Kingston gets himself in trouble backstage is like a really great <laughs> running plot they need to investigate at some point. It's like his, it's like his sister that's like... Yeah. It's a cool dynamic. They should explore it, Gene. Yeah. I think people would like it. Um Rampage referenced it earlier. You got Swerve and Darby, the women's trios, which is Jade, Red, and um, and Kiera versus Sky Blue, Willow, and uh, Trisha Dora, which is really cool. Fun matchup on paper. You got Keith Lee getting a, I assume a squash match with Colton Gunn, which means it'll probably go fifteen. Trent and Samoa Joe, Oracle. Any quick faults on the Rampage? We'll be reviewing in a couple of days on the late night grin. Uh, looks to be a really good show. Trio's match looks very exciting. Um, Small Joe and Trent. Trent will take a bump on his neck. God bless him. Yeah, that's a really smart choice for Joe's opponent, I thought. Um, I like it. Of course, Darby and Swerve, I think, will probably... Which one main events, which one opens, you think? I think I think that will main event. No, uh, I think it does too. I think you're right. I think it main events because they already did a Joe and and Trent video package tonight, so that means yeah. Darby and Swerve can do yes. that. Of course, they did their promo too, but still. No, I, I think it's a good point. Um, it feels like they're going to start Rampage with Joe's music, right? There you go. Yeah, I think that's what they'll do. I'm intrigued by what Joe and Trent looks like. I'm very confident in Trent. As a, as a pro wrestler, I think he's so, so sound. We talk about every time he wrestles on Rampage. It feels like he wrestles on Rampage regularly, and we always talk about how fucking good he is. So, um, big thumbs up in that regard. Um, a lot of chat seems to think that Rampage is getting made away by the title match, in which case, pop. Um, 
Samoa Joe being the Ring of Honor television, television champion is still one of the funniest things that is not laughed about enough. It's the weirdest thing ever, but anyway. Oh my God, Matt King might be right. I think he might be convinced me it's the TV, it's the it's the TV title net. What if Trent wins and they do like a Satnam Singh like interference and he joins the, the Jay Lethal faction? I think about this. Joe versus Satnam Singh, double or nothing. Yeah. I think Joe's been thinking about a lot of things. He's been struggling to sleep at night, honestly. By the way, have you Joe like had a mohawk again tonight? Yeah. I mean, he's hanging on, but it still grows in pretty good, doesn't it? I was like, wait, yeah. what the fuck? He looked like he was in 20... You remember when he re- we did the Green Grappler and he did that match with um with uh, with Ares and Angle and he had that like really weird like mm. half mohawk? He has it back, brother. Do you watch that everything yet? Back. The Green Grappler? Oh, yeah. I finished oh. today. Let me tell you what, buddy. Yeah, I'm excited. Let me tell you what. The fifth match still holds up 10 years mm-hmm. later on Mark. Do you know that's the first time I'd seen it? What? The Battleground tag? First time I'd seen it. Isn't, you it, know when, it, 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 isn't it damn good, though? My God. Oh, it's it magic. Good. But you know with, um, you know, with like Ring of Honor matches sometimes, you'll like put them over on the show and you'll be like, I don't think I've actually seen it in full. That's one of them for me. I, like, I knew of it. I'd right. seen clips. I'd never watched it properly. There was a couple of matches. Yeah. Like, we'll get into it tomorrow, folks. Oh, Ring Grappler, 6 p.m. Eastern time, Dustin Rhodes. I'll talk a little bit after the air a little bit. But. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited. Um, okay. Also, I want to do this. is This is a good point. Hook Dan House and thing got a crazy pop. Absolutely true. Okay, Donna Prazo's on Dynamite next week. Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara ladder match for the TNT title. Firstly, the booze when Sammy's music hit was something. Well, that was wild, man. It was like Jesus, really. It's got that heated. Okay. Um, Scorpio had a nice shine. They did a German suplex on the ramp, which looked brutal. <laughs> Sammy did one of the dumbest dives in wrestling history. Like that was like actively, I and mean, then you know, I don't try and. And then of course they stuff. immediately went to Ty, who teased yeah. her or not, but she was like, "I think my boyfriend broke his neck." Yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> and he got all, Scorp hardly got any of him because he was such. He was so like short on it, you know. I know. Um, such a stupid spot. Philly was. I got the sense the crowd was actively concerned that he was like genuinely hurt. They went very quiet in the ad break. Then they woke up when Ty hit Scorpio, which popped me. Um, there was an, the, the spot with the cut was smart. You know, the role reversal on the big cut. That was really just a simple thing that worked, and the crowd knew what they were going for. It was a barbed wire bump out of nowhere, which, <laughs> which was just, like, incredible amount of excess. Um, the low blow we talked about, which you and I loved. They did this. I really loved the thing they did with, like, when Paige came in. The way they were doing like the mirror spots. Let me tell you something about Paige. I like Paige. I like her charisma. I get it. She's in, and this is an issue with a lot of training MMA fighters. And I know Ty has a little bit of that in her background, but Paige and Ronda and people like that, their strikes, they hold back on them. And I I know Ronda especially isn't known as a striker, but like, she's still, you're right. Yeah. But I, I think it's because I think, I think a problem a lot of MMA fighters is, is like, yeah. Unless you're Buck Lesnar who just doesn't give a fuck and somebody like Braun Strowman pisses you off and you just fucking yeah. light well, his ass. That, you don't often see Brock just throw punches, right? Now. Right, like, right, right. So because you, it's yeah. hard for them when you're a trained fighter and you train so much. Yeah. Your reaction is to fucking fight, dude. Your reaction mm-hmm. is to throw that strike and not Absolutely. let go. So it was when they have to yeah. train themselves not to, they're training so hard not to do it, their strikes look bad. Mm-hmm. Their strikes look bad because they and, don't want to hurt somebody. It was especially obvious when they cut from Scorp's body shots, which look his shots always look great, don't they? Mm-hmm. And they cut to poor Paige, and she was trying. Absolutely, I did this one. Was a better example of the mirror thing looking good. Was the double kick out of the corner, the you right. know semi-inter, and obviously the spot where they climbed up. Um, I have to say, folks, and I mean this with the utmost sincerity, and I can't believe me. I I didn't expect to be here because I wasn't even particularly excited for this match. But when my brain began to piece together that school was going to do this. I like got real fired up out of nowhere. Cause I kind of just thought it was a, like a formality that Sammy was winning. And I was like, he's going to push him. You know, he's going to fall into that barbed wire that was set up there. They did that. School started climbing and that place, I mean, they came up and wouldn't that magical the way that a guy who has struggled to connect, they exploded 
um, when he was climbing. And then so when Sammy got back up, I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to blow it. I was so upset. <laughs> the school pushed off one last time. A really genuinely, like, sincerely happy moment to close out the TV. And it was one of those things where beforehand I thought the result was obvious, but watching it in motion, it would have been such a mistake for Scott not to win because they actually had him here. It was – this is a good example of where you can switch the title back and forth and hot potato. And in the right situation, it was best for the rising bar. I, I saw up. people complain about that. Why did they switch? There's a reason they did it. I think there's more steps to do, and I will, and I will present those, and okay. they might be controversial. But this was – the realization that Sammy Guevara is not over his baby face. He's mm-hmm. very well, dis- he's very much disliked. He and Ty's pairing especially. It's the truth. Yeah. You know, they saw that. Tony Khan saw that. And what they did was, is they wanted, they, they basically said, okay, Scorpius, let's get him more over. Let's get yeah. Sammy officially turn him heel. Mm-hmm. Get Scorp heated up. Get him the title on this big, and it worked. It worked what happened. Yeah. It was a way to get Sammy more over as a heel and Scorp more over as a babyface. The next step is Ethan and Dan Lambert have got to turn on Scorp. And I think we both agree that because you can't, end, he's not going to get cheered everywhere of Dan Lambert. I second. agree, and I think you pro- you probably do honestly. You probably do a pre-tape where Scorpio tells Dan, "I don't want you out there for this Frankie Kazarian match." We're friends. Mm-hmm. And that is the first step in him defending the belt without anyone out there. I, I don't know about you. I think the end game is Ethan Page's TNT champ. But mm-hmm. I want Scorp to get a run with it first. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a big opportunity for him. So, I... um, You laid it out perfectly, man. I, there, not, there are very few ideas that are bad on concept. It's execution. Hot shotting worked here perfectly. It was mm-hmm. the right thing to do. And um, what did you think of the match? Or, or, you know, match was, finish. Match yeah, was okay. super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, definitely a fun match. I liked when they did the callback to the Cody ladder match where they where Scorpio yeah. countered the cutter in their zone. That was that was well done. Um, really good match. Um, I liked it a lot. Um, great, you great it to the Cody match. Me, I think the Cody matches worked better, probably. Yeah. Um, but this had a better ending. I like the Cody match is definitely better in like a star rating sense, but mm-hmm. I legitimately had like more fun watching this. Sure. <laughs> I thought this was really fun TV. You mm-hmm. were fun. I, I, I it's, it feels lazy using it. Yeah, yeah, the, the worst part about it was Paige Van Zandt strikes, yeah. and I was actually getting frustrated because I was like, come on, Paige, just throw a strike. Yeah. Like, I was actually like audibly yelling it. Like, it was. I'm weird about that though. Like I really no, want my strike to look good, and, but I I do understand why it's a struggle. But it's, it's like, like, and it's it's also it's Paige Vance. She she hasn't even started really yet. So, mm-hmm. but it's just but it was still better. You're right, but like her presence there popped me. Like right. having her come out in the crowd reacting to it. Right. It was fun, man. Like, and, and 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 you're right. You know, you know, Reese is right. We still got the mix mixed tag. Mm-hmm. Um, there you know the turn could be there. Although I think Sammy and Ty may be still that one. Yeah, it feels like after this, yeah. But there, but there might be. It might be because of some Dan Lambert miscommunication, and then I still mm. think he says, I don't need you out there. Yeah, for Frankie, and then they like, kind of go from there. This is a good example to me of like why TV wrestling is interesting. I think the Cody match is like almost objectively my favorite word there, Uncle. Objectively better. But I think this is genuinely like a borderline perfect way to close out TV. Like people had so much, it was so exciting, you know, and people were into it. Like it's a whole package thing for me. Um, I have to say, I think this is about, this is one of the more um, complete episodes they've done. It's part of that, honestly, is that it's really nice to be able to praise a dynamite and not have to put the asterisk of, and the women's match suffered, and like the women, they rocked it. That was one of the best matches mm-hmm. of the night. I thought tonight's show fucking ruled. Chat, put your rating out of ten. Oracle, I'm intrigued. What are you giving this one out of ten? Uh probably like a solid eight. Yeah, it feels like that's the the ballpark, right? Yeah. Um, I think I'm honestly nearing a nine, but I had a lot of fun with that main event. 
I think if I rewatch it, I'll be like, like lower on it. But I just, I thought it was a blast, man. I, I have very little problems tonight. I think I'm at a nine. Um, the only thing stopping it from being a ten probably is it wasn't like a classic, you know. Like that's probably you need to, right. to go over top. Right. But that's that's you know, but that's always a rarity. Even even on exactly. dynamite these days, it's a rarity. You don't get that every yeah. week. Yeah, and, that, and that's the only reason, like, because obviously I, I don't want to sit here and give them out every week. So that's probably if I had right. to explain. But genuinely, for what they were trying to do, it felt like they pretty much hit across the board. And I think you and I have talked a lot about the second hour drop off. Mm-hmm. They mostly maintained tonight, mostly, right? Like, you know, right. And that's that's a big thing for them. So, mm-hmm. big thumbs up, Oracle, as we look towards the aforementioned Green Grappler. Any final words or comments here as we wrap up? Uh, no, it was a great episode. It looks to be a fun rampage coming up. Yeah. Uh, Gwen Grappler tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, the late night grin at 11.05 mm-hmm. Eastern. We, you know, we pretend it's 11, but it's really yeah. 11.05 Eastern. Um, we'll start selling it now. Uh, late night grin will be on at 7 or 7.05 Eastern next Friday. Uh, which I will not be present for right away because I'll be just shortly had just arrived from my parents for Mother's Day weekend. And I will jump on that show uh, a little later on, but that's a week away. Mm-hmm. Uh, always love to break production news to Joe live on the air. Um, I hope everyone uh, enjoyed Dynamite. Seems like they did. Excited for the rest of the week. Oracle, thanks so much for joining me. Folks, this has been quite the day. We started with a Dynamite preview. We did a grin along, Jay Shell and I, um, watched some, watched Sasha and Bailey won, and then we watched the Hell in a Cell match. We had some fun with that. Pop. Then, over at Wrestle Curious, we did our list of the best workers in WWE, a list that would make Oracle very mad, but I was only the host, merely, I was innocent. Um, and then, of course, doing this for Oracle. I appreciate all the love. There are a lot of you there for all of those shows, which is crazy to me. Um, we're rocking, man. We're doing our thing over at the Grin and even at Purist now. It's a lot of fun. We appreciate all the love. And again, tomorrow, Grin Grappler. And we're real excited about it. Right, Oracle? We are. It's going to be us. It's going to be Katrina Alex. It's going to be Bobby O'Neill. Maybe a couple of video messages. I do not know yet. But uh, much to look forward to, including, by the way, also retire the rankings. Jay Shellenai's new show on Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So, much to discuss, much to look forward to. But in the meantime, enjoy this outro, folks. All hell.